This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Psalm chapter 93, one of the shortest Psalms in the, in, in the, in, in the book of Psalms, and it is five verses long and it is a worship song. And it speaks to God's eternality and his sovereignty. And it's an important, it's an important, those are two very important principles. Understanding that God, God's pre-existence before the universe, that he is the all-powerful, all-knowing, good creator of the universe is a, is an important principle to understand. It says the Lord reigns. Obviously, he is sovereign. He is over everything. He is clothed with majesty, which means that everything about him is majestic. I, this summer, we got a chance to go see the Grand Tetons. They're, they're mountains that just stick up out of the, out of the ground in, in Montana and then on into Wyoming. As you come out of Montana, out of Yellowstone into Wyoming, just majestic mountains. And when you're 15, 20 miles from them, just standing on the side of the road, looking at them, they're majestic. They're huge. They they have no. They they do not even compare. They don't compare to God Himself. He is Majesty, unbelievable. He is Majesty, unknowable Majesty, and He's clothed in it. That means that the Majesty is the natural is the natural covering of who God is. He says the the Lord is clothed. He has girded Himself with strength, meaning He 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 is He's not only majestic. He's got power to do that which he he knows is right. He is always at work. He's powerful. And and I want you to think about this. You know him. You know him. And you have opportunity to speak to him and you go to him. And he hears you. He says, he's girded himself for strength. Surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. And one of the things that, one of the things that is being told nowadays and scientists are or, or madly trying to figure out ways to tell us this so they get more government grants and make more money. Did that come out of my mouth? I can't believe I said that. But anyway, remember, if I send you out to find something and, and you can't find it, then I stop paying you. But if I send you out to find something and you come back and tell me, we didn't find it, but there's some, there's small amount of evidence that I can find for it. And, and then you say, but if you'll pay me some more, I'll go and we'll see if we can finish the hunt and we can actually prove this to be true. If I tell you that, you might send me out maybe one more time, maybe twice, and then you give up on me. If you're getting the government grants, that just continues on in perpetuity, whether or not you ever find it or not, approve it or not, or even if whether your science is any good or not. And the truth is people say, keep continue to say, we got to believe the science. The question is, are the scientists being paid to be believable? 
And yeah. and I don't think so. One of the major one of the major ideas that scientists keep wanting to sell to us is the fragility of God's creation in the earth and how fragile it is and how weak it is and how one little thing can destroy it. I can remember when I was a a, a young boy. There was a major disaster up in Alaska called the Exxon Valdez oil crisis. And it was a tanker split and, and there was a, a, a giant uh, leak of oil in that area. But it, it, it did not. It, it, that ecosystem is not destroyed. That ecosystem come back from that quick as a, a, a fiddle. And you know what? Not too recently in the Gulf of Mexico, there was a major oil leak from 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 a oil rig out in the ocean, and that leak it leaked more oil than Exxon hundreds of times more oil than the Exxon oil rig did, and it caused some damage on the coast. But within two years, you couldn't even tell anything had happened. You know why? Because the Earth is not fragile. God did not make it fragile. The Earth, the idea that a a a a human or or a group of beings that fit within the city limits of Jacksonville, Florida, which means all humans on the earth can literally stand with a foot apart from everybody around and fit within the city limits of Jacksonville, Florida. That group of people cannot just totally destroy the earth unless we were just actively trying to destroy the earth. It's not fragile. The Bible says it's not. He says, says, surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. It is not fragile. And those who want to sell you that are selling you that. They're selling you that so that you, you give them more money so that they can do more research. I love it. Every, within every two or three weeks, you see a new article. Scientists have found uh, uh, a new planet. And I saw one the other day. Scientists have found a new planet in the nearest galaxy from us. They have found that planet, which means they looked out and they saw that planet, and they have found it in that galaxy. Now, obviously, we know that galaxy has trillions of planets in it. So that's not a major accomplishment. But as you look at it, and as you look up there, you realize that these same scientists are the ones who are telling us they're not sure, but there might be a planet on the other side of Pluto, farther out of our solar system than Pluto. You can't find it. You're not sure, but there might be one. Okay, so you saw a planet in another galaxy billions of light years away, but you can't see a planet just on the outside of Pluto in our solar system. I'm not even talking about a solar system nearby. You're saying you saw one a billion light years away in another galaxy, but you can't see a small planet outside our solar system. See, it's not believable. That's not, those two, those are two, two things that are not logically consistent. They don't go together. Okay. And so remember, if you're paid to find something and you're a scientist, you can never say that it doesn't exist because the minute you say that it doesn't exist, there's no need in paying you. So you have to always be given some little tidbit of something to let us know. Just because you found a molecule of water on Mars doesn't mean there's life there. That just means that you may or may not have found water, a molecule of it, on Mars. Anyway, I, I, will, I will stand on a verse right here, chapter 93, Psalm 93, verse 1, over all these scientists who are being paid billions and billions of dollars by the United States to find things. 
that they can't really find. I, I'll stand on this easily more than them. He says, surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. He says, your throne is established from of old. Meaning it's before. His, his, his throne is established before the universe is. You are from everlasting, which means you are you existed ever before the universe exists. You are from everlasting, which means you have always been in the past. The floods have lifted up, O Lord, which means that, the, the, remember, the flood is the global disaster that contextualizes the Old Testament. And if you'll think about it, floods are a major disaster. They're tsunamis and major floods and breakings of dams and things like that. They're a disaster that comes upon you quickly and, and overwhelms you and, and destroys everything you have. The power of water to destroy quickly when it's rushing, when it's flowing at great amounts is unbelievable. It can cut giant ca canyons in just a few moments and hours. He says, the floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted their voice. Remember, remember this, the, the calamity causes us to, to seek after God. Man-made calamity causes us to seek after ourselves and our own ways. But true calamity, I'm, I'm talking about true calamity, a, a calamity that, that is um, terrible and awful and destroys everything it touches is something that causes us to lift our voices to God. And so he says, the floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier, meaning God is greater than these disasters. He is able to save from these disasters. Man can't save from these disasters, but God can. Man can't keep those things from happening, but God can. Does man have any? Does man have any defense against uh, a tsunami? Yeah, he has a defense and get in that we can warn that it's coming, but we cannot warn. We cannot do anything to stop. Does man have a defense against earthquakes or volcanoes? No, we don't have. We don't have a defense against that. We have a defense against tornadoes or hurricanes. Well, sure, we can tell people that, but we have no defense to stop them. And these are just the minor things. These are the, just the minor movements of the earth. We, we have no defense against the movement of tectonic plates. We have nothing we can do against uh, sunspots on the sun, which in the right direction at the right time can could totally destroy life on earth. But we have no power over it, and God established it, and it will not be moved until his time is over. He says, the floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord is on, on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, meaning God is, is stronger than the worst of the calamities that the world uh, sees, the worst of calamities that the world has experienced. And we, I, get, I see all these memes on social media about how terrible two, two, 2020 is. I would say to you that 2020 is terrible mostly because of man-made issues, not, not things from nature. Uh, man-made problems have, have, have caused a lot of the calamity, not nature itself. It says, the Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters than the mighty waves of God is greater than those things. If you've ever been out in in in, in waves that are 15 and 20 foot, that, that can be as harrowing and as fearful an experience as anything else. And, uh, 
and it can cause it can cause major problems. It it can tear apart giant vessels. But God's mightier than those things. Those things are nothing to God. He says, your testimonies are very sure, which means what God says to us is sure and true and can be trusted. What God says to you in, the, in your own heart from his word, when, when he te- says something to you from his word into your heart, you can trust him. You can trust what he's got to say because his words, his testimonies are very true. Holy and holiness adorns his house. He's not going to tell you a lie. He's not going to mislead. He's not a man that he should lie. He does not have purposes and reasons that are not knowable. He has purposes and reasons that he clearly and plainly makes knowable to you. If you're his children, he opens up and says, he says, I know holiness adorns your house, O Lord. And notice <coughs> it adorns his house. Always two comes usually. Um, it adorns his house forever. It adorns his house forever. It's not going away. Though heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or tittle of his word shall ever pass away. It's not going away. And the reason it's not going away is because it's the full revelation of his son, Jesus. And Jesus is not going away. And we're not going away. And we're not going to uh, be ended. And though the world roar at us like a lion seeking whom it may devour, Uh, though the devil do also, they're not going to destroy us. They're not going to take us out. We have an abundance of chicken littles running around saying the sky is falling all the time. We have abundance of them and, and, and they are all over the place. The sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And the reason they do that is to terrorize you and to place you continually in fear so that they may control you. A person that is not fearful, but is confident, that walks uh, in their own purposes, in their own ways, are difficult to control. They are difficult to control. In fact, many times, most of the time, they're uncontrollable. You cannot control them by fear. And, and if you'll think about it, if you're going to destabilize a society, you must get rid of those who are not controllable. And who is it that walks each day without fear and, and, and serves and, and, and faces death on a regular basis? Our military, our, our police. And if you want to, if you want to destabilize a society, first you weaken the military and you get rid of those who are fearless at the point of death, the police and, and law enforcement. And so, once they're gone, then those who are easily made afraid can be manipulated and controlled. But those who walk confidently with God are not manipulatable and they're not controllable. And they walk in strength and power each and every day. And, and they change the world they live in, much like those who we spoke of. They change the world they live in. They stabilize things and they make God known. And, and that's what God has called you to do and called you to be. And you should be that. And not allowing the chicken littles of the world, the snarky little reporters of the world who keep selling you lies, keep selling you things as if the sky is falling, as if this is the worst it's ever been. This is the worst hurricane season it's ever been. No, we've had way worse hurricanes than what we've had this season. Have we had an abundance of them? Sure, it's just one of those tropical seasons. There's some summers we have... Uh, torrential rain every day and there's some summers that never rain those things come in cycles they happen and they don't happen it's been a long time since we've had a big tropical season like this you say we've gone through one of the worst plagues in history no we haven't 
No, we haven't. It's not even comparable to some of the plagues that have killed a third of the population of the earth, like the Black Plague. And, and I can just name you, I can name you illnesses and plagues in our past that are, were far worse than this. The Spanish flu, far worse than this. The mumps, rubella, yellow fever. I can, you know, there, there are, a, you just look up plagues, black, the Black Death of the Middle Ages. They're far worse than what, what we're facing today. So watch out when folks want you to be afraid all the time because God's word says he's established his purposes. He's established uh, his creation and he sits in majesty and power on high. And when calamity comes, he is over that calamity and he handles it. We need not walk in fear and I'm not going to. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.